Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Welcome to Guys We Fuck. Greetings, fuckers. How you doing? Welcome to another exciting episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the Anti-Slutchamine Podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome to the show. Come see us live. You know, we we do stand-up comedy. That's like the main thing that we do in addition to this. Um, and we're going on the road and we want you to come. It's been really fun so far. I am in, well, you've already missed the LA dates because you're listening to this on Friday. If you're, if you're a Luminary subscriber... This Friday, today, and Saturday, I'm at American Comedy Company in San Diego, California with Von DiCarlo featuring, and then Dallas, Texas, a.k.a. Fort Worth, August 11th and 12th. I've sold such a low amount of tickets that CAA called, and they were like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, oh I gotta promote that. So come to that. If you are if you want to come to that show and you're going to come, buy the tickets now. And all links can be found on my social media at Christina Hutch or ChristinaHutchinson.com. And then I also have a Patreon that I tell you about every week on the show. And I'm going to tell you about it again. God damn it. Um, August is the last month to lock in a $5 a month rate. And it's four Zoom sessions per month, once a week, where we just, I lead like group therapy, but I'm not a licensed therapist. So... Uh, when I think of another word to call it, I'll do that. Um, and I record the audio of those sessions are recorded and added onto the Patreon so you can listen to it after. Very interesting conversations about intense stuff, d- light stuff, dark stuff, funny stuff, interesting stuff. Um, and then, yeah, it's a really, it's a really lovely little, um, look into humanity. And I really appreciate, uh, the little circles that we've created. So if you want to sign up for that, it's patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson. 
And then uh, I'm already booking 2024 dates, just which I don't like, but that's just the nature of this industry. You know, I don't like to rush things, but really, you need to have your life planned out. I would say two years in advance to succeed. Wow. Uh, so Washington, D.C., I'm at the D.C. Comedy Loft uh, February 29th through March 2nd for a five-show weekend. weekend. D.C. is always such a fun time, so make sure uh, to buy those tickets now. The ticket link is already up in my link tree link that is on uh, Twitter and on Instagram and on threads. So get at that. And then of course, you know, you can always check out without a country. It is my news and we do some pop culture because I can never shed my two less lonely girls roots. I do love uh, highbrow conversations about rather lowbrow things. I mean, I guess because Greta Gerwig uh, directed Barbie, we could say that it's more a little highbrow, but what we did on Without a Country this week is we did a full hour roundtable with my friends and fellow comedians, uh, Lucy Pohl and Wendy Steiner about Barbie the movie. And we got in deep and it was I had such a good time doing that. So make sure to check that out on YouTube and, of course, wherever you listen to podcasts. But you can see us in, you know, Barbie land if you watch the YouTube version. Uh, and that is that. Make sure to rate and review, guys. We fucked on Apple Podcasts and press that follow button that helps people discover our show and bumps us up the comedy charts so we can have more fuckers. And of course, make sure you are subscribed to the Guys We Fucked YouTube, youtube.com slash guys we fucked without the you and fucked. Even if that's not how you watch it, just following it makes a world of difference. Plus, we have a lot of free exclusive content there including the uh, monthly live stream that we do where we accept call-ins and voicemails and text messages. And it's so fun. That's the last Wednesday of every month or most months, as long as we're in town. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So get on it. Do it to it, baby. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Saw Beyonce yesterday. You did. Goddamn. Yes, is this a day you've been looking forward to for quite some time? Yes, and I went with Donna Guerrero's shout out. Hey, D. I didn't really. She told me this as we were in the stadium, but I, I forgot. I totally forgot about this. She said when COVID, when we were like three weeks into the lockdown, right? You said to me, you know, when this is all over, we're gonna see Beyonce. You and I are gonna go together, and we're gonna be like front row. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, I did. Hell yeah. And then it kind of came back to me and I'm like, manifest destiny, motherfucker. Had you not seen Beyonce front row before? I thought you were. So I have, every time I see Beyonce, I get ground floor tickets. Right. But I have not gotten there early enough to get Uh, against the barricade. If you're not against the barricade, gotta say, it's a little difficult because people can be however tall they want to be in front of you. And that's fine. That's their prerogative. But if you're short or, or you're, you know, shorter than them, you're fucked. So we got there. <laughs> we got there early. Like what time? Like four. Okay. Show. I thought the show started at seven. It didn't start till eight. Yeah. Doors at five thirty. Yeah. We got we got the we got the Renaissance Club Renaissance seating section, which is around this like circular little platform that she performs on a lot during her show. We got there right as the doors open. We were there and we got in and we got a spot against the barricade. Impressive. That was the first time I've ever, that's ever happened. I'm actually so, surprised you didn't have to show up at like 10 a.m. Cause like that's a, for the Spice Girls I had to do that. I was in line for six hours before door, doors opened. Well, you know, when I got there, I was like, how are more people not in line? Yeah. But, um, 
but uh, yeah, they were just at five thirty is when the five thirty was the earliest they opened the doors. So, right. Um, once we got there, we peed, we went up to the seats, we got the barricade spots, and then we got food separately so that we can you know guard. But I will. I mean, I say this every time I go to a Beyonce concert. But uh, you know, if at least if you're on the floor level of a Beyonce concert, it is the best vibe you will encounter that whole year. Beyonce fans are very special and. They like everybody had these customized outfits mm. that were because f- they and they got the they made their outfits or they purchased their outfits based off of the, the Renaissance, the, the costumes on Renaissance or latest album. And it was really cool to watch to see everybody's the, how they were expressing themselves and their love for Beyonce with their clothes. That was really fun. And the whole time. Everybody at a Beyonce concert is in the best mood all year because they're the, they're the happiest they'll ever be. And <laughs> Uh, really, truly. <laughs> that was just, of course, the way I thought it, I was like, oh no, that's so sad for the next day. <laughs> oh, the Beyonce post Beyonce hangover is real. And yeah. I, mean, I had a, a one hard seltzer at like 6 p.m., but I didn't drink because I was right. like, I, I want to be present for this shit. Yeah. And you can't, and also you can't lose your spot if you have to pee. No, but we were in the area. Oh yeah. If you have to pee for sure. But, but because Beyonce fans are like, nice, we're just so respectful to our queen that it, it, the vibe is such that if you have to go pee, well, everybody else will guard your spot. That's nice. No one's, no one was a dick. That's good. Not a one, not a one dick. Yeah. Um, and everyone was just complimenting each other, but like genuinely, um, because everyone looked great and we're just, it was so happy. And I'm like, this is the world I want to live in. I want every day to be like this. I want every day. I want people to be expressing themselves through their clothes, through their creative, whatever, whatever, however they want to express themselves. And we're just all being nice to each other, you know? And that's the only time I get to experience that is at a Beyonce concert. And it was incredible. It was, she, her, her vocals are absolutely insane. Her, her voice is so beautiful. And the, one of the many reasons I like her is because uh, that I love her. Um, <laughs> she's really the only person in pop culture that I just truly am a huge fan of. Um, the amount of attention to detail that she incorporates into right. her, into all of the costumes, into the dancers' choreography, into the lighting, into the set, into the experience as a whole. It, it's just, it's so immaculate. And she, she comes on stage. She started like about an hour and a half late. And so we were all like, you know, just ready by the time she, by the time she rolled up. And she just comes out on stage and the first three songs were ballads and she was in this beautiful gown. And she was so like, she came out and she was like, I need, I want you guys to know that I'm, this moment is not lost on me. Like I am so honored to be performing in front of you guys. And I want us to be present during the show. Mm-hmm. And I want us to forget about being, so Don and I were having, cause we had a lot of time to kill before the show. We were having all these conversations about like what we, you know, introspective conversations about what we want to work on in our lives and the mm-hmm. thing, like the categories of things that we still need to figure out. And I was talking to her about, I still kind of cling to this perfection idea and and it's the roots of it are like if i'm perfect i'll get the love that i want that's where it comes from even though logically i know it's not true we're having a big conversation about that and then she was talking to me about her stuff and then beyonce came out she was so sweet and she was like i thank you for being here i see all of you she like named all the sections of the stadium she's like we're gonna have the best night of your fucking life tonight and then she said i don't know she curse sorry yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know that about Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, she curses. Um, she mainly curses when she's like in her songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't, she didn't, she didn't say your fucking life. I added that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she was saying, I want you to forget about being a perfectionist. We're going to love our flaws. It's not about being perfect. And Dawn and she I looked at each you. other and we're like, oh, did she hear us? She had, 
What if you find out that part of how Beyonce gets so detail-oriented is that she hires staff to overhear conversations that are being had in the stadium? I wouldn't put it past her. I I wouldn't put it past her either. No, she would give a shit like that. She would. Um, Yeah, there was one moment she had like camera crews filming the audience. I don't know if it was for like, if she's making the concert like a special or if she just wants footage of every concert. Sure. There's cameras on her to show, to to project on the the big screen. But this woman started filming me and we were like, hey, and I'm like, please don't. If she sees this, I'm going to fuck. I don't want her to see this. Don't film me. Um, But yeah, it was, it was really, (laughs) it was really incredible. Uh, Her performance, her you, you, she is the epitome of human potential to me. And I have my first ever tattoo that I ever got is WWBD on my middle finger in blue ink and on her blue Ivy, who was also there, who is what a lovely young woman, a powerful young woman that blue Ivy is. Um, How is old, old is blue Ivy? She's like days. 12. Oh, 12, wow. 12. wow. She, she danced her and Beyonce danced. It was, so, she's so commanding that there's this one clip <laughs> Colin and I, whenever one of us is getting like too much, we're like, Blue Ivy, because there's this, and we're ref, we're referencing this one clip of her shushing Beyonce and Jay Z at an award show, but all she does is go, <coughs> and they shut the fuck up, and you're like, whoa, that woman just she's or that girl at the time, very commanding, very commanding young woman. Um, so it was really cool to see her. Fucking Oprah and Gail were there. Oh. I love Oprah. I love Gail. I love Oprah. I fucking I've been watching a lot of Oprah clips lately, like and her interviews. I love the questions she asks in interviews. They're very very thoughtful. And so that was really cool. She was, they were behind us. I'm like, damn, we got better seats than Oprah. That's wow. Cool. Oh, cause they, but they like, did they have like a, like a celebrity luxury yes. box? Yeah, yeah. It was like an elevated yeah, little stadium just for them. A uh, little box of seats. Um, this show is sponsored by better help. Getting stuff off your chest is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. A lot of them are very big. Uh, But we keep them bottled up and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters. And you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily... I found Quince, and now you have too, because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids – their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather handwoven crossbody purse in green, emerald, and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, guys, 
Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. But yeah, it was incredible. It was it was amazing. You know, we all of us were like crying the first 10 minutes of the show because we we're like, I can't believe she's in front of us. And she's so she's just so powerful and incredible. Oh, but the reason I got this tattoo, the WWBD that I got matching with my best friend that I don't talk to anymore. And I also like I really missed her because <laughs> Beyonce was like our. Oh, yeah. We yes, would have yes. nights where we would just watch Beyonce videos and like talk about how much we loved her and why. <laughs> and, like, That's so fun. It was fun. Um so shout out Melissa. Um, but yeah, so, but the reason I got this tattoo is cause she really embodies, I've been thinking a lot about like the divine feminine mm. energy and how I think I've not really danced with that a lot in my life. And I really want to like more like lean into that. Cause everybody has it, whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, whether you're transgender, doesn't fucking matter what your gender is. Everybody has masculine energy and feminine energy, but there's something to this like divine feminine energy that she possesses in a way that you just look at her and you're like, you just kind of get it. Like I, or at least I do, um, uh, these, these aspects of womanhood or being a woman or womanliness mm. that she emits that are so powerful and she's so grounded and amazing and just immaculate in her attention to detail. So yeah, it was just, it was very, it, it was another life-changing concert of hers that I attended. And I got to say, guys, see her live if you have a chance. Even if you're like, even if you don't give a shit about Beyonce, that's fine. I don't care. There's a lot of stuff to worry about. There's a lot of pop culture to be invested in. But I do recommend if you have the opportunity to see her live to do it because it was powerful. And I think one of the other things she said on stage was she's like, I'm going to heal you guys tonight. We're going to heal each other. We're going to sing together in a group. And we're gonna, I'm like, yes! I'm glad she said heal each other. Cause if she just came out and said, I'm going to heal you, I go, okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's exactly what I want her to say to me. Um, but yeah, it was really, it was really, uh, I'm going to heal you. Who knows? I, I always wonder what she, like what people of that level of fame know that we don't know. Cause you know, they know oh, a lot. I, no, yeah. And I'm not talking about knowing like they have learned more in their experiences. I'm, I'm like, no, they know some shit oh, because yeah. they're on levels yeah. that we will never get to. They have a scary amount of money. Yeah. Um, which is also another reason why I'm like, wow, you, you, the way you present yourself on stage and like the grounded level that you come from on stage, she, she's a real, she protects her own energy in such a beautiful way. Mm. Like, you don't see any stress in her when she's performing. It's really immaculate. And I, one of the documentaries, there was like a little like documentary style videos about her. And I think it was the HBO doc where part of two members of her team, there was like an art crew guy and a, a stage manager or something. They were arguing in the green room with her. And she, the I'll never forget this. The way that she, she stopped them immediately. And she said, 
Why are you guys arguing in front of me? I have to go on stage. You are ruining the energy of this room. Do you, how do you not understand that? I should not be having this conversation with you. Mm. You should know to leave the room to have an argument. Mm. And the way she said it, it wasn't cunty. It wasn't, it was just, I'm like, damn. Yeah, she needs to do her job. She's like, I pay you so I'm not have to deal with this bullshit right yeah. now. That's the, what your fucking job is that I don't have to deal with this. Yeah, she's just, I just, I admire her in every way. And I, you know, as somebody coming from, coming without a, I didn't have a lot of strong females in my life early on. So I was a fan of her since I was like fucking since destiny's child, since mm. I was 15. So, mm-hmm. and following her has been a really lovely journey. So hats off Beyonce. You're the shit. I love you. I, I was, I was, gonna tr- <laughs> I was trying to transition, but it's not, it's definitely, I'm going to, I'm about to ruin the energy in the room. Oh, that's okay. That's um, cool. Uh, so this is just something I, I came across like in just in my internet travels. It has nothing. Well, I guess it has a little to do with me personally because I've experienced something semi-similar, but um, I just thought it was so interesting. And it's something that I have actually thought of um outside of reading this article before. So I thought it was interesting. So basically, you know, that account, how is it? Is it puberty? Puberty? Oh, puberty? Say? I say puberty. I say puberty too, but what the like puberty? fuck does that? Yeah. No idea. Okay. So I also say puberty, but whatever. So it, the account puberty, um, a couple of days ago, they posted something that was like a woman continues to care for ex-husband following traumatic brain injury along with new husband. So in short, it says Kristen Armstrong is no longer married to her high school sweetheart, Brandon Smith, but she loves him more than ever. And so does her spouse. In 2008, Kristen Armstrong got a terrifying call. Her husband, Brandon Smith, had a severe car accident. When Armstrong got to the hospital, she learned that uh, Smith was in the neurotrauma intensive care unit after being T-boned by a commercial truck. Smith, who had suffered a traumatic brain injury, would spend two months in a coma. Despite the doctor's warning of Brandon's potential permanent changes due to his traumatic brain injury, Kristen clung to hope for a miraculous recovery, yearning for him to remain the same. Sadly, that hope didn't come true. Smith, now needing constant care, moved to a nursing facility in Texas. Kristen felt the weight of sadness every morning, grieving her soulmate and best friend. When it became evident that Smith wouldn't recover, she made the heart-wrenching choice to file for divorce, but remained dedicated to his care. Despite concerns, she became Smith's legal guardian and kept her promise. Kristen, now married to James Armstrong with three children, continues to visit Smith regularly, including family outings and dinners, embracing him as part of their family. Okay, so this is something that I've actually spent um, a weird amount of time thinking about long before this. Basically, like, you know, in my thoughts about whether or not I want to get marriage, married, what married means, what the commitment is, the concept of unconditional love in a romantic aspect. I've spent a long time thinking about this. Actually, it's interesting because part of what prompted me thinking about this, like when I was younger was like, you know, what happened to Michael J. Fox, which is different um, because he- We got a disease, but yeah, still. Well, exactly. But yeah, so, he, you know, which is different from a traumatic brain injury. So like if anyone's, you know, anyone listening who's dealt with a family member or a close loved one getting a traumatic brain injury, just so that like, I feel like people don't really understand it. Like to be honest, including the nursing staff that took care of my dad. Cause it like, but based on their behavior, like it's like, you should know how to, how to handle this, but they were having conversations with him so many times as if he didn't have a traumatic brain injury and he was just being like difficult. And I, I was oh my like, God, that would break my heart. Well, I was like, surely you've dealt like this before. And I don't want to, you know, question 
your level of professionalism or, or knowledge, but just like in my observations, they, it was so weird. And so along with a traumatic brain injury, like a lot of things will happen. Like, so for my, in my, in in my case with my dad, it was like, definitely like reverting to super childlike behavior. Like, you know, I'm talking about, you know, a 69 year old man acting like he's eight years old, uh, obviously like having a lot of prom- prom- uh, problems with memory recall, not recognizing uh, close family members, uh, definitely getting very aggressive, both verbally and uh, physically at times. I mean, like there was one time and, and there's, you know, he still has the strength of an adult man. So like there was one instance like, and this didn't happen very often, but where he like grabbed me so, so hard and it, you know, it's like scary, but then you have to remind yourself like, this is not like my dad's behavior. This is the brain injury speaking. Um, and then, uh, other things like this one was, this one was the, the toughest for me, but like where they're going to like m- make sexual advances to you because they're not, you know, they don't know that you're their daughter. They don't know they're not, they're just not functioning correctly. So all these things, and these are just a couple things under the umbrella of what you're dealing with, with a, uh, traumatic brain injury. Um, and so, uh, it was just very interesting to me to read the responses on the internet, which of course are the most, you know, is a collection of the most garbage humans. But like, yeah, I had thought of this a long time before it happened to my dad. And obviously my dad's my dad, not my husband. And, um, you know, and passed away before my mother had to make any sort of decision like that. But I mean, that's part of the reason where when I talk about on the podcast that like, I don't believe in unconditional romantic love is part of the reason is for instances like this. So like, you know, if this happened to someone I was married to, would I continue to love them? Yes, of course. But the love would change. And I don't think that it's fair to ask of someone, especially a young person, male, whether it's the husband, the wife, the whatever it is, um, to then like live a life of celibacy, like sans sexuality or romance, because 10 years prior to this injury, you made a commitment that you were marrying this person through sickness and health. Because based on what this woman did, I think she still made good on her promise to be with this guy through sickness and health. And didn't deny herself love. In the vows, you're not saying, I'm going to fuck you no matter what happens to your brain. Correct. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to ask the group if number one, if that's something that you have ever thought about, um, yeah. And also like, you know, if you have a different opinion, like if you do, like, if you do think, cause I will, I will just say a lot of people in the comments, men mostly were basically, you know, calling this woman like a trollop and saying what? that if their wife did that, they would rather be dead than have to watch her marry someone else. And I go, number one, obviously you don't understand brain injury because this guy is, this guy doesn't give a fuck. He's not, and he doesn't understand it on that level. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> like, what, what, I think what this woman did was the most loving thing for her her husband for herself and for her new husband. Like that's incredible that she didn't deny herself. She didn't allow the guilt to swallow her. And she made sure to find love again because that's what her other ex-husband would have wanted. Right. And she also miraculously found a guy who was like, yeah, you can go continuously like be a caretaker for your ex-husband. Yeah. I mean, it, it, to me, it's, it's not really intimidating, right? Cause he's got brain injuries. Well, he's that's not himself. the thing. It was really like, it really was an interesting insight into 
men's relationship with ownership and sexuality because of the comments being like, I can't watch another man fuck my wife. Like that was like the overall consensus of the comment section. And I was like, what are you so funny? Like what level are you, are you people even thinking on? Like, what are you talking about? And also the fact that they would expect their wives to literally not enjoy any of the things that you are basically agreeing to getting when you sign up for marriage, because it is a fucking business agreement. And, and you cannot convince me otherwise, Uh, a a very beautiful at times business agreement, but an agreement that you are making nonetheless, otherwise there wouldn't have to be any paperwork. Yeah. So otherwise you wouldn't get a freaking tax benefits from it. You right. Know? Like there's a lot of legal things that you get from a marriage. That- yeah. And like what happens, like, because obviously like at some point in a marriage, I think when you sign up, you do expect to become uh, either the person being taken care of or the caretaker. And so often because guess, of yeah, the age difference, part, it yeah. is the woman who be, of course suffers the extra burden. And I'm sorry, like, I know you're, what are we like, I'm going to say suffer the burden. It, it, it is a burden. No matter how much you love the person oh, yeah. caring for someone, especially with a traumatic brain injury, it is a burden. Of course and it is. You're not getting paid to do it. And it's, and it, you have to interrupt your entire life to like dedicate a lot of your energy to that. Uh, and it's traumatic and, it's and it becomes traumatic for you too. Right. So, so it's like, and it's not that you wouldn't do it again. It's not that you would, uh, you, you would you, like, yeah, it's, it's like, heavy. Would, would I do all the things I, I did again? A hundred percent in a heartbeat, but was it enjoyable? Uh, no, did, like parts of it were, but like, you know, did it, uh, greatly impact my, my life, my, you know, my health, all these kinds of things. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's traumatizing. And I don't, and there's just like the societal expectation for women to just do absolutely every aspect of ter- of caretaking with a smile on our face. And when we try to take care of ourselves while still taking amazing care of the people that we made promises to, we're still like slut shamed. Like, yeah, it, well, it really blew me away. I, I also will say like the people commenting, the people that the, no man I know would comment on that post. It sure. just wouldn't fucking comment. So, right. So automatically, if you're commenting on it, it something's up. Uh, not something's up, but like you're you're already at this level of the way you think about the world and the way you interact with people and the respect you have for people. I'm already like, okay. And then the the degree of that you were saying that these comments were at, I don't know. It just, it doesn't surprise. That's all people who hate themselves. Right. And the thing and is- And feel it's, valueless. It's like, obviously like the- the article was posted to be like, wow, look at this like incredible thing that this woman did and how she found a way to still live her life to the fullest, but without uh, giving up um, on the vows that she made to her high school sweetheart. Yeah. It's amazing. The interpretation, I was just so stunned by the overall consensus of the interpretation of her actions. Yeah. And also then it got me thinking of like, is this what, men expect of their wives. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Mike, we haven't heard from you yet. And if you feel differently, please don't like, am I going to think less of you? Uh, yes, but don't, please don't well, change your opinion so based me, on that. Let me just get, let me make sure I have the facts of this. Straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yes. get, they get married to, she's married to, to the high school, high school sweetheart. Yes. And then he has the he gets traumatic t-boned. brain injury yes. while they're married. Correct. Yes, correct. And then she moves on and marries somebody else. After, she, after yeah. it is made very clear by professionals he that back. he will not recover from this injury. He cannot, you know, he's right. In a, I'm not saying vegetative, but in, I'm guessing he's in like a a child like yes. extremely mentally disabled. And he's state. and so she moves they on. Can't, she and marries. They can't fuck anywhere. I mean, that wouldn't it, that, that, that would be a problem. Right. right. That so would be a problem. He can't so consent. She, right. She moves on. She marries somebody else, but she still takes care of him. Yeah. She, she's yeah. She and she signs on as to be the to be his primary caretaker. Okay. So like, basically, she ends up like adopting her husband as a son. Is how you can think of it. Every I, man's dream. Ironically, <laughs> ironically enough, I have been in a situation that is similar to this not marriage mm-hmm. yes but last summer there was a girl that i was sort of seeing that you guys are aware of she had a sh- she, she no, had- no 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 okay so what happened was she she had so she was in the process of breaking up with a guy uh-huh. that she had been with for many years and as she was doing it the kid got hit in the head with a golf ball the guy did yes so i can't remember a the golf ball yes i can't remember the timeline if he if they broke up and then it happened or if she was doing it while oh, fuck if she was going to dump him and then he got a traumatic it brain happened injury. it happened very close <laughs> that to the same time that fucking blows so, dude so so Boy, that's crossroad what, so we started we started sort of talking and seeing each other Around the time that this was kind of happening, and she was still taking care of the guy. So what the fuck happened to him after this golf ball hit him? He, he had a traumatic brain injury from that. Christina, yes, yeah, like a at golf full ball speed. Is, yeah, I guess no, it's, like it's fucks heavy. You up bad. No, that shit's golf, heavy. Honestly, yeah. we don't talk about how dangerous it. That's where my dad. <laughs> Here's my dad suffered cardiac arrest. That's where he course. dropped fucking dead for twenty minutes on the you're golf course. You're in the hot sun. It is not. So there's alligators if you're in Florida. As Golf somebody, is dangerous, guys. As somebody who has in some ways been in a similar situation, I can say I thought that she, I mean, I, to, for a while she yeah. was checking in and taking care of this this guy. He wasn't like he wasn't traumatic. Brain, he wasn't like um in a vegetative state. He just had there was a long rehab back. Wow. He had like, like he spinal was, cord stuff or like I don't know. I don't want to speculate some on what nervous it, system. But okay. he was yeah. There was a lot of rehab and there was a lot of Damn. bed rest and a lot of and she was she was like they were not together anymore and she yeah. was still showing up and and checking in on him. Yeah. While we kind of started talking about potentially being together and i thought it was admirable frankly i I thought it was i thought it was like a really nice thing 
Um, she obviously had no obligation, but like, it's really somebody, somebody that was close to her. Cause even when you break up with somebody, that's somebody that's important in your life. They yes. were close. You oh, got even hurt. If, if, yeah. If my ex got her, well, so my, I've thought about this a lot. My ex, my ex's father, um, got in, was riding his bike one day, mm. a car hit him and he was injured from the waist down, uh, had a spinal cord injury and yeah. he was in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. And it really fucked him up cause he was super athletic, like really athletic. <sighs> And it and it fucked my ex up to see that and to not really get any explanation. No one really had one for yeah. him. And so it was really hard for him. And we would talk about like if I he would say like if I got in a car accident, like and he would whenever we would ride bikes, he's like, please wear a helmet, Christina, because he was so scarred from what happened to his dad. And he's like, if I ever got in an accident, like and I was in a wheelchair, like, would you still be with me? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. And it, well, I didn't even have to think about it because I'm like. But then if like if we had broken up, even if even if he already sued me, to be frank, because I know that's coming from an ego place of fear. That's not who you know, it's part of who, who he is, but I can. It's fine. Um, I forgot some, about that. some people are dicks, um, but that's OK. How can uh, we talk about it almost every all week? The time. <laughs> Take a shot every time I mention Steven sued us. Um, but, <laughs> but I'm not I also I'm not mad at about it. Um, but even after that, if he got something, if he got. Probably not, not anymore at this stage. Cause I feel like I don't know him anymore, but maybe up until a year ago, if he had some type of crazy traumatic injury, I would a hundred percent be like, yo, I would call his family. Like, does he have somebody? Does he need somebody? Cause that it's so interesting, man. Romantic love is so fucking conditional. It is so conditional. I think about this often. Yeah. That's why when people say it's, it's unconditional, I was like, the, no, I'm, it's not. I'm it's sorry. When is it ever unconditional? The only conditional, uh, uh, unconditional love or, and, and, and to be honest, the only love that I believe should be unconditional is parent uh, is, is chi- the way a parent feels about a child, right. not yeah. even the way a child feels about a parent. Right. Because, because of the aspect that you like made the commitment and in most, and in most instances, you cr- literally created that person. Yeah. Yeah, it's your job to love them unconditionally. Yeah. Some people don't live up to that. But like, right. yeah, no, that's why. And that's why it's like traumatizing when it is conditional. Because right. you're like, fuck, this is supposed to be the one. But the only the only form of unconditional love truly that I've ever experienced is with Kevin, my dog. Right. That's sure. it. That's why people love animals. Yeah. I mean, that's the one of the many beauty beautiful things about them but like i think again like, i got i got a i got a dysfunctional one so <laughs> mine's conditional yeah but, but <laughs> he emulates you whoops um <laughs> but like the, when you read that story mm. and then mike when you were saying about well you're i'm like i i forgot like relax i'm like oh my god why is this so nice to hear oh because in romance it's so rare to have unconditional love right but i'm like why why because it's not, I mean, I, and I talked to my therapist about this actually, because I was, I, you know, in my, I always like to check in, um, with all the things that people say are wrong with me, but that <laughs> I don't think are wrong with me. I like to run them by her and I, I'm just so you hey, guys Kristen, know, I got like a five I'm point always list right, today. And yeah. you guys are always wrong. Um, but anyway, I, I knew that it's just good to, you know, you know, I pay her just to, to double check, be validated. Um, yeah. And, uh, so one of the many things was that I was like, am I wrong uh, in saying that romantic love is conditional. And I actually think that it should be conditional. Um, and she was like, no, of course it's conditional. And of course it should be. Should be the, sh- the way the should be part. Let's talk about that. I, Cause I don't know. How I feel about that. I, I want it to be unconditional, but the thing is you can love somebody unconditionally and realize Hey, you got stuff to do that you're projecting on mm-hmm. me. It's not good for us to be together. We can't be together. Right. But I can still love them 
from afar unconditionally, truly. Nah. But but yeah. wait, wait, but why? No, the, the, uh, That's toxicity. It's Is about it the toxicity. Exactly. It mean it means that someone can sh- can stop showing up for you and you still love them just yes. the same. Right. That's to me what it means. But and I I you, don't feel that way. Can you still like? Okay, so like my best friend that I don't talk to anymore. Mm-hmm. I still love her. I always will. Do you love her as much as you did? Um. Well, it's hard to, because we don't have, we don't maintain the bond. Sure. Right. And, but like the things that she did that really hurt me, Mm -hmm. um, I've had time to grieve them and and process them and understand them and go, okay, that still sucks. Like, I don't want to, I'm not going to reach out, but like, I still love her. Like, I think about her a lot and maybe it's because we have matching tattoos, but like, I, I, when I think about her, I'm like, I fucking love her and I hope she's doing well. But what is that? Is that unconditional love? I don't know. I I I think it's just different because like, so for instance, like I still love James, but I, I am so angry at him that I don't know if I could ever speak to him again. Right. Right. So is it unconditional? I mean, I don't know. Is that unconditional? It's like I, well, the the ways in which he behaved at times made me think differently of him. So to me, that's not, that's not unconditional. The conditions were that you stopped acting in the way that you acted when I met you and uh, revealed some things about you that I don't think I could ever see past. Right. But so does that mean that unconditional love implies that you need to be good with the person? That's the part that I don't think it does. You can be mad at somebody. I guess that's open they to did interpretation. They did something really fucked up. I don't want to see you ever again. Right. You angered me, right. but I love you. Being mad at somebody though is not. That's not a pattern of bad behavior. And being, I mean, like, the, like what difference? What does that love that you have for your friend matter if you guys don't talk? If you guys don't see each other, like the. Um. What, it what, it makes me feel good. I like you know I don't think about her as often because we don't hang out, right? But like I. It's nice to like when I do think about her, like anytime fucking Beyonce gets mentioned, like that, because that was one of the things we bonded over. And we have a lot of mutual friends. And now when I think about her, I'm like, I, I love her and I but hope she's really well. But, but then I can isn't also your but, condition that you say, need her away from you? No. Well, okay. in order not in order to love her? Yeah. Um, would you, yeah, but would that's you love res- her as much? But that's now almost you- out of respect for us, like for her and I, in a way. But that's still a condition. You're like putting a, a contract on the relationship, which is we don't see each other anymore. But I looked. Okay, so I looked up unconditional love, just like the way. I mean, this is the way Healthline's uh, uh, giving the definition because I think it is a, a little unclear. But I, but I but then also I under I understand unconditional love a lot more in, in a friendship than in a, in a romance. I specifically yeah. the, pro- the the space that I have trouble understanding it is uh, a romantic relationship. I can understand it in a, in a friendship. So unconditional mm. love, uh, this, this is again, this is from Healthline, uh, simply put is love without strings attached. It's love you offer freely. You don't base offer. it on what someone does for you in return. You simply love them and want nothing more than their happiness. Um, yes. And, and do you have to verbalize that? Like my, I love my mom and dad. I do. I love them. And I, they hurt me probably more than people, anybody will ever hurt me, but I want what I want them to get what they want in life. And I want them to experience joy and love, but I, to love somebody unconditionally, you don't have to talk to them. No, I agree with that. And I think that I can love them unconditionally. Um, well then I'm about to list a condition, I guess. Well, right. This (laughs) is the whole thing. Like being in each other's presence in each other's lives is it's stressful. And it's, and I, you know, there's, there's, factors of like mental illness and, and all this stuff and just years of conditioning on their own end and, and my end that, you know, it would be awesome if we could get along, but I don't know if that will ever happen. And so it feels good to just love them from afar and n- not tell them that I don't want to reach out to them. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. of a boundary than a condition though okay right so yeah. because like you're, you're still so even if they were around you like you're still offering your love freely to them and wish them the best even when they're causing you pain correct yeah so i i think that's still uh conditional like tr- mm. like for because the reason why it doesn't apply to romance for me because like if it's like, hard it's tricky with romance like, man because i don't wish those people the best right 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 <laughs> agree no, no, I, to- I totally and you can <laughs> i don't i but, agree i i, I there is a level that someone can hurt you romantically where I don't wish you the best. And I know there is a right. level of like a forgiveness For sure. you can get to, but I, but you still don't have to wish them the best. I don't know that I can, I don't know that I can get there for certain people because yeah. the pain that they have inflicted upon me will forever change the course of my, of my life negatively. Damn. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah I, I fucked with I, you on that. Yeah. And I yeah. don't know that I, I don't really want to get to a level of forgiveness. <laughs> right. I'm not really, in, not really interested. Yeah. I guess it's all in how you look at it. Like I, the, the, it's wild. I think the most angry you can get at another person is the person you're seeing, you're dating is, is a, in a romantic relationship. They also didn't, they also, you know, gave you less. So like your parents, like no matter what, right. they still gave you more than most people will ever give you, even if they also did more shit than, totally. you know? So it's like, there's still an exchange there, right? And the same with friendship. Like, I just feel like, and, and I mean, I guess there's some people who are in extremely one-sided friendships, but I think that's a lot less common, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they're also like, and because you have multiple friends during any course um, or period of time, one can't usually have enough control over you the way a romantic partner can to get in to dig the knife deep enough i guess totally but the other concept i thought of you can't hate somebody unless you've really loved them yes so right like you know i can i can you know a person can march into this room right now and tell me that they are they hope they hate women or something like that right. like they're they're they're, they're 
they think women who get abortions are whore, whatever. It's just sure. like they could spout off some type of thing, like gay people are wrong or right. something, whatever. And I'm like, okay. I, I would like- love someone to just come in and be like, <laughs> gay people are wrong. Knock, knock. Hey, gay. I just want to let everyone, I'm okay, going door to door to let everyone know that gay people are wrong. <laughs> Join the Catholic Church. Honestly, yeah. honestly, if someone took time out of their day to do that, I would be like, well, that person hey, knows what stands they stand by for. his convictions. Right. That's what I think about when this is a, you know, That's what I thought what, on ISIS, 9-11. Terrorists. Yes! Yes, I wrote it in my diary! I gotta show you that! I literally have a segment where I go, you they're know what? Really passionate At least they're getting up and doing something. I also had that same exact thought. I said, you know what? So many people talk about things that they're gonna do and they never get out there and do them and put on Yo, ISIS is mad. They 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 do what they say. They do what they say. You don't get a lot of that. Getting a foot out of the door. That's the first step. It's not good stuff. It's bad. They did what they set out to but do. But if we're just focusing on, I'm going to say it and I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They played the long game. They went to flight school. I mean, it's bad. Right. What they did was terrible. The am- but I'm like, what passion, The amount huh? of work that they put into it. <laughs> right? So that's why... Up. But that's why if I got murdered and if it was like, if it was like a straight oh bullet, God, I would haunt that person forever. <laughs> if it was, a, if it was um, meant for me, I said, you know what? Good on you. Good on you. Cause you wanted me dead that bad that you're, the rest of your life is going to be fucked up because of it. Why are you and so obsessed with me? Who can argue with that? <laughs> who can argue with that? Right. That level if of, and all we're doing th- is we're focusing on, that I would respect them. We're focusing on following through with your word. That's the only criteria we're focusing on right now. It doesn't happen enough in Ten stars. society. No. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, this is yeah. what Luminary meant, right? When they said more, talk about more uh, relatable topics. They said they said more Googleable. Topics. Yes, more things. We were doing this already. We don't, we don't. We don't. We don't change. We don't change ourselves for anybody but ourselves. No, I mean we are who we are, and you know that's it. Oh God! But yeah, I, that's I, so funny. Uh, unconditional love. I I really think the more I dive into like, why are we all here? What is the purpose? I know there mm. is one. You know, mm-hmm. and even if it's just as simple as. Some people's purpose is to just have fun, you know? And some people's purpose is to, like, move people. Some people's purpose is to, like, be an evil piece of shit in somebody else's life so they learn a lesson, right? And, like, we all give each other lessons. We all take lessons from other. Like, it's 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 this fucking giant system that's happening at all times. But I will say um, that there's th- that, that show, Wait What, that I'm doing that's coming out in the fall. That's a podcast about, like, uh, psychedelics, ghosts, and aliens, um, three of my favorite topics. Um, we are interviewing people and I'm really interested in the afterlife, as you know. Yes. And I've taken you to like medium class, like, um, sessions and stuff. Yes. Some were real, some were not. Um, I like the one that wasn't the yeah, most cause it was so funny. It was wild. I was highly entertained, but for the wrong reason. <laughs> if Tara Reed is ever in the audience of a medium reading you're doing, it might not be legit. Um, <laughs> But couldn't have been a more perfect celebrity to to double down on the fact that we knew that that wasn't real. That was <laughs> no, so like, funny. I remember texting you like, "Oh no, Corinne reads in our row." <laughs> God, that was so funny. <laughs> but um, so one day when I was filming one of the episodes for Wait What, we were talking about the afterlife, and I love talking about it with people because so you'll get people come out of the woodwork that'll either say they could talk to ghosts or whatever. Right. And you're like, Don't sit on this, share it. But yeah. one of the, one of the crew guys um, was saying he met somebody who studied near death experiences and they studied, I don't know the exact numbers, but they say like 50 people and they wanted to just see like, what, what did you experience in your near death experience? A lot of them experienced the light, but like a giant chunk of them were asked the exact same question worded the exact same way. And when the guy told me the question, I, it changed me. And the question was, how have you loved? 
And when I think about it like that, I want to get that tattooed on my arm because it, those words are very. So that's like the question they were asked. They, they were, died multiple. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. came back, but multiple people were asked, how have you loved? And so that to me, and then based and that combined with all the other books I've read about death, about spirituality, it's all about like love, but it, it, it's the relationships you have with other people, but you don't have to like be respectful like kind to them, if they're disrespectful to you, Mm. like fuck that. Like, and if you're, if you're allowing somebody to abuse you, that's not love. No. But if you are putting a boundary up and saying, Hey, uh, you have revealed yourself. Your character has revealed itself to me. We cannot, I'll probably never talk to you again. Right. I think you could also still love, say you love them. Right. And it doesn't have to be something that's active in your mind, but I'm like, I really think underneath the core of all this is love. I was hoping it would be like, how, how have you charted, you know? (laughs) God damn. Well, I said fuck. I said fuck when you said that. Not not because I mean I've certainly loved in many ways, but I just Oh, you love. It just very feels anticlimactic for me. Oh, I so go, you know that's the best. I love? want more I, you know what it, for me it's I want more discovery. There is discovery in love, obviously. But like but love like, for pets and love for not just like 100%. I've showed uh, yeah, just be I, I I've shown a ton of love. That's not, especially, I mean, for, for any, even for like myself more, you love, more than anything. But like, I think of like with you, I think of like the way that you love me is like really potent and powerful. And the way that you loved your dad is very inspiring. It's so inspiring. Like taking over your father's business, that is love in like the densest terms, but also the way you love pop culture. That to me, I would say right. you love, you love, uh, you know, diving wanna, into an exciting career and you I love figuring it out it to art more. I think yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I think that's like, I think that's where I, I struggle, but that's also just because I have, I'm having like a, a narrow societally driven, um, mm, definition uh, of love. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And that's the problem. And I think, <clears throat> That kind of goes into a lot of what I've been feeling lately with like a lot of people getting married and having kids in my age group, which I, I love. It's like, I love that for you. you know? <laughs> I love that for you. But I, I think it's not the kind of love that I uh, flourish in is right. not respected by society. And, um, you know, so it's like, what kind of love would you say you flourish? Well, it's in? like, I'm expected to go visit my kids, my, my friend's new baby, but, but, but if I don't have a baby, then they don't visit me when, it, when in reality, I, see, I think I they see, should, they should come to my show. Yeah. 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 They yeah. should watch my special. They yes. should, you know, that's, it's the same thing. That's my baby. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. And I, and I know that, and I don't think it's like Daria. Daria listens to the than. podcast, and I'm like, aw, exactly. Then, so yeah, it's that exchange. So yeah. I think it's, but I think Hi, that's Daria. a flaw in society. Not, yep. well, not, let's fucking redefine that shit, right? And so that's, and so that's what I think. You know convinces especially women um, that the kind of love they're doing is not as important. Huh. Ah, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's I like think, so. It's like we're always expected for this. Like it's like a nurturing type of love that's always expected out of us. Oh, right. And it's like I have that in me, but just not towards guys I fuck. I had it towards my dad. Yeah, for sure. You know, and maybe yeah, yeah. I'll have it towards someone one day if anyone steps the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think and I, I think people are like, re- oh, you probably didn't talk like this to your dad. Oh, no, I did. Yeah, my, yeah. my dad, but also my dad was married to my mom, who obviously also. Yeah. So it's like runs that, a type ship. Yeah, that just like that worked. 
And my dad also just like got me. So he's just like, he just knows that I'm just being me. me, Yeah. You know? Well, I think everybody's duty on this planet is to love not. And it doesn't, that doesn't not necessarily include other people. It doesn't. And it certainly doesn't necessarily include romance. I think that Mm. especially for women, I think men are encouraged to like fuck a lot and women are encouraged to love a lot. And neither you can't go, you can't lean into one of the other too hard because it's, you gotta have a balance. But anyway, uh, I think like, encouraging people to love obviously themselves that's step number one because then you'll be able to love other things uh but like the way Mm -hmm. like relish in the way that you love your pet the way that you love you know building things out of wood the way you love nature the way you love the job that you have if you're lucky to have a job that you really love that's amazing like and kind of really enjoy how much you love the things in your life sometimes i feel that when i bite into a cheesy gordita crunch and i know it sounds like i'm doing a bit <laughs> no, right I know now you're being, i know you're being and honest and i'm like so not well it doesn't expect anything out of you too it just, just wants to be eaten i love it your mic's off I think. general yeah. satisfaction of sticking a uh or Taco gordita Bell. crunch too the layers of it the first the cheesy bite? and the crunchy mm. that's really cool or the first sip of a diet coke i know tommy oh. feels this way when it burns your throat it's like it hit we, we're like it's <laughs> yeah. like, no, like none other i fucking love that burn that's how you know you have a diet coke problem and you're like oh, i need that burn yo diet coke is so good it's so good give me those chemicals you know Oh, I want a Red Bull. Um, Wait, to wrap, do you have something else? No, I just really love this conversation. I was very inspired but we can move by topics. this. And, and no, but I wanted to wrap to go back to something that you said. Okay, so I, I I'm very clear on how I feel about unconditional love and the commitment and what that means when your brain stops functioning the way. But mm. you brought up an interesting point where brain functioning 100 percent normal, body stop functioning, meaning penis no work. <laughs> What do you do? Can I love you if you never get hard again? What do you, what do you, what do you like? Well, but but can you, give me a scenario. Can you roll the person out of the wheelchair and they can give you oral? Is that what? Well, no, you would just, you would just stand on a bed and wheel them up to your pussy. I I was being, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was being serious. Um, wait, so you're saying like, if, if the guy that you're seeing and you love him and his dick stopped working because of whatever reason? Yeah. Where does it, where does the commitment? Cause I, cause I feel very strongly and, and, and confidently about my decision as the same as this woman made that I believe that she made a, an amazing decision yeah, for herself, her family, and also her now ex-husband. I was also curious. It's like, what if you have a traumatic brain injury, how you consent to a divorce? What do you do? I guess, I guess when one person, you, you, the, who make you can just one sided divorce? Uh, I didn't know that. I don't know. That's I a good question. I never well, thought she, about that before. She was probably his next of A divorce kin. isn't mutual. A do, you serve people with divorce oh, that, papers. Good point. Oh. Good, 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 good point. Good point. I forgot about that. Right. The serving. It doesn't have to be agreed upon. But like, but the thing is, like, but they but, have to like. But I didn't know take how, the paper. Yeah, I didn't know how they were able. You to can't just stop like it lay it on the guy's chest. The other person does bed. have to finalize it by signing it, though. Yeah, but I, 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 I mean, and who knows? I, we're getting probably, into very but interesting yeah. territory. But if you have a brain injury, then there's someone who be who who uh, who usually ends it's up usually your spouse being yes. But I, you know, it can I be parent though. I, I'm sure somebody on this guy's family could have signed, or at least would have like right. emotionally co-signed on that because but what a beautiful thing to do. Like really, truly, very beautiful. If I was with a guy and his dick started stopped working. We're just talking. Your dick never works again. You, you like, yeah. You, you can't. You cannot. Like, what? Okay, so let's. I, I, like, I, to make it clear, like, I have like ten solutions to this. Let's immediately. do <laughs> cle- to make it more clear. Full. Oh. Did, did, no, please tell me the couch that we built didn't just break on air because no. it's gonna be so embarrassing. I heard something. I did. Maybe the fabric ripped a little bit or something. No, it doesn't look like. No. Okay. 
That was, I yeah, lost, no, it didn't, I lost it, it, sleep over this couch breaking while we're on air. Oh, it's going to really? be great in five well, minutes when that oh, side of the couch collapses. No, no, no it's because, like a fabric, fabric rip, but just because me and Christina ripped. put it together ourselves. Yeah. Oh, right. Because it's like Amelia Earhart <laughs> getting lost. Okay. You're like, women can do, mm. I, I believe she was a spy and that she didn't get lost. I think that was, I think she disappeared. Fingers um, crossed. So, okay. Uh, so to make it clearer. Full body paral- uh, paralyzation. Oh. They can't sexually satisfy you physically in any way. Can they hug you? Brain still works the same. It's one of those hugs where like they're frozen, but you can hug them. <sighs> and like they like it and they can say, I love you. And they can. So, so if that happens, <laughs> like like, there's no, yeah, yeah you, they can't like, there's no sexuality that you guys can do for each other. Well, so he can't do anything for you. Yeah, and you can't do anything to him. No, so his, you, you mean, put your mouth on his dick, but it's not doing anything. Yeah, and that's because uh, he has a catheter. That feels guys, wrong. I hate to be the bearer of bad news here. The couch now looks like it is on a slope. I'm Fuck. not kidding. What? Yes. Fuck. Wait, 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 wait. That yes. makes no sense. It didn't move. I'm telling you, it, your Christina, One of the legs your end maybe looks, came off. Your end looks lower. Yeah, than the yeah, other end. it does. It does. Wait, there's those three legs. Maybe one of them fell off. It is absolutely. All right, well, different I look. Do, okay, we got to finish this let's conversation. Let's finish this conversation yeah. and then we'll, we'll yeah, break. We'll do, it, we'll do it after the end. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll record the rest of this episode. Does the video look that bad? No, it's okay, fine. It's, it's fine. just it's hilarious. Well, Christina's really taller funny. than me, so maybe um, it'll even... <laughs> but wait, so, so okay. So I'm imagining it with my current partner who I love so fucking much. Right. I, I, I My initial response is like, let's see. Let's try to make this work and let's see what's up. Also, I mean, right. he's the kind of person that he would be like, I, f- I think just based off of the conversations that we've had, like he doesn't get jealous really. And he'd probably want me to go off and get some dick, mm. honestly. And that is love. And of course that's best case scenario that, 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 that you don't say anything, but you just, and you he know, offers kind of walk around and be like, wow, wouldn't it be cool <laughs> if we could have sex again? And wow, then they I'm say, just getting railed. Right. Yeah. Right. That's ideal. But I wouldn't I say agree. that because I don't want to, ma- I wouldn't want to make the person feel like, you know, it's, they've already went through something traumatic. It's been, it's been five years, Christina. You oh, haven't gotten, five. you haven't gotten oh, fucked yeah, so, uh, and he hasn't mama, brought it up. You get, do you mama, bring it up? Oh, hundred okay. percent. I Sex, sex is very important to me. It's how I feel connected and it's how I feel like it also, speaking of divine, divine feminine energy and stuff, like that's how I feel like a fucking woman. Right. I love the way I express myself sexually. And if right. I, if, 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 if I can't do that, I like die. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, obviously like I agree you're not like leaving the person, but I, 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 and I, I, I email us if you've been there, but I wonder no matter how strong does a love have to be for resentment not to build. But the thing is, I'm imagining what if I got paralyzed and mm-hmm. couldn't sat it like, and I couldn't, right. I would hundred percent be like, fuck someone else. I, I know that that's the right thing to say. Right. I don't know. I would be, I think I would just be too, give me a year to feel bad for myself. And then maybe I'll get there. Um, even though logically I know that that's the kind, respectful, loving thing to do. That would be, that would be tough. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month. No matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime, catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on a and E crime central crave adventure, explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. I probably honestly would, I might divorce. Can you imagine getting divorced by your full body paralyzed partner? It's like, you know what? I'm not even <laughs> right. interested anymore. Well, I'm not interested. In, I'm divorcing you. Well, that, I probably move. would honestly, because I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't ever want to put myself in a position where I feel like you're losing out on life experiences no, because I of too. me. I would never want that. And I honestly, I want to roll I would solo, re- paralyzed I would- and solo. <laughs> That's my life. You can't roll if your arms are work. Yeah, but well, I, no, I got a, I got an electronic one that I move with my mind. Oh, uh, okay. Forward, Stephen Hawkins. Um, I'm like legit. I like, I really do fit. Cause I go, I, and also like the grieving that I think you have to go, oh, go through boy. for your own body and yeah. your own existence. I would want to yep. go through that mostly alone. Yes, for sure. For, for real. And I also don't want to ever put, I wouldn't want to put myself, this is my ego talking here, but I wouldn't want to put myself in a position where my partner would have to be like, Hey, uh, yeah, this isn't, I, I'll just do it. Yeah. I'll just divorce us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that's the loving thing to do. Yeah. No, 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 for sure. Yeah. I think I, th- I think I definitely would do that. I'll probably do it fast too. I'm like, my, I'm like, we're not even going to give you time to act like a hero over here, buddy. <laughs> but I do think about too, like dating an older guy, you know, mo- most likely he's going to die before you. Yep. Nightmare. Nah. No. Cause could, then you get the end of your life to yourself. Not what, what, long illness. Oh, well, if that happens. Yeah, no, quick death of old guy, great. Let's <laughs> add in Nicole this. But no, a long, prolonged illness where you get, where someone that you, you love, like that you like oh, sucked his dick so hard and then you got poopy all over your hands. That's, that's the hard one for me. And, uh, and I, I, I would do it. I would be there. I would too, but that's where I the would love, do it. That's where the love changes, right? So sure. I think it that's evolves what people don't different. think that like, so it's that evolution of sexy love to caretaker love that is, I am fine with, I am comfortable with, yeah. but I don't think, but it is not, it's not, not sexual in any way. It's not the same It's thing. almost a turn off. And I think that you always need the sexual thing. Yes. And so if you're not getting it from the person who you made the commitment to, like you need to get it get it someplace a hundred percent and you should as you should but I, I like i think it's one of the things i like i would consider I, I certainly thought about okay i'm dating somebody that i really really love we've talked about like future together and if that does happen like say we're our each other's like last partners if that's the case he's mm-hmm. a lot older than me he's probably gonna die but if he did if he did get an illness yeah um i'm there you know yeah. i got you yeah. I, I gotta get my dick too it depending on how old I am, you know? Right. But I also know that he would be like, you got to get that dick, Christina, you know? So I know, I already know that he would be, and he's then, cooler about that than I am, ironically. And then last, uh, possible variable in this scenario is mental illness. 
because brain's still mm. working, but not in the, but so it's not like we're it, like it reverted to childlike or something. It's still working adult, but it's working. Oh, so mental bra- your most likely scenario, isn't it? Oh, really? For and traumatic brain injury? That, oh, one, just in general. I no, mean, like, no, 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 not traumatic brain injury, just mental illness. Like they separately. just develop it. Yeah. Like the, so I've been through this. Right. I mean, yeah. I can't, yeah. right, right, right. I can't say, okay, so it's illegal for a me to sw- say, but I, in my, in my opinion, in my opinion, I've been through In, in our oh, opinion. Okay. Allegedly, I think it happened. I gotta, I gotta back up. I gotta back up. <laughs> so, I, gotta, right, I, I, I lived with or that no. guy. I, I, I agree. Um, and it, and there is a difference. That sucks, And man. in some ways, it was sadder than with, than what happened with my dad in some ways. Totally. I think. I, I mean, you, the person that you knew died. Yeah. And he's still there. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Um, that I don't, I wouldn't, it, it depends on the, on the, it depends on what kind of mental illness it, it, this person develops because if they're destroying themselves, it is the most loving thing to do to get the fuck out of that relationship. Yeah. Cause I mean, and obviously it's so we, sad. we saw the, the choice I made. Right. Um, and that was the right choice. It was and then they're going to find somebody else excruciating and took a long time for me to make that decision. <sighs> I took and it's, and obviously, I mean, I'm not even completely healed from it yet. Mental illness is <clears> tough <throat> because when I think about it, like with, with my, with my mother, for example, like I've had a lot of therapists and a lot of people say to me, like, think of mental illness as like, you know, equated to cancer. You wouldn't get mad at somebody for dying of cancer or for having the, for, for, um, for exhibiting the side effects of having cancer, you know? And so, but when it's mental illness and it involves manipulation, it involves Mm. deceit, it involves screaming, it involves throwing things. It is really hard to not get mad at that. Even take aside being a kid and not knowing that they didn't mean it. Like you grow older, you go, okay, mental illness, got you. That can really put a wedge on your, on your heart, like a strain. The the difference also is like when you have cancer, like you're in a hospital and it's like people are keeping an eye on you. When you have mental illness, you're just walking around spreading the mental illness to everybody right. else. And, right, and right, people right. don't understand it on the same level. So you're and ruining- you need to protect your own You're peace. actively ruining relationships. You can ruin someone else's career. Um, Holidays. <laughs> Mike, birthdays, Christmas, Randy Newman, ruin Randy Newman. You can ruin whole musical artists. Yeah. And then mental illness can, mental illness can get to a point where it like, and so can like drug, something like drug addiction, like to the point where the person's fucking violent. That's another thing I was going to say. That's not a situation. You never fear someone who has cancer. There are points in mental illness where you fear the person. Mm. Yes. Oh my God. I mean, for me, my only experience with people with mental illness is I feared them because they're fucking scary. Not everybody, of course, but like, so it it would depend on how the mental illness showed up. But at the same time, even if it was something like anxiety or something, Oh, that's rough. Yeah. I've never, I've never even pondered that, but God damn. Now I, now that I am, I do. I, I mean, I already understood how much you, how much pain you went through with that particular situation, but fuck man, that's a rough one because I don't, that's a rough one. And yeah, I, it's hard to wrap your head around. And I don't think people think about, you know, okay. So I don't think people think about like marriage most times, like all these different possible scenarios before they get married. Like I've, I've never really even heard someone. Mm, yeah. Talk like a young person. Yeah. Talk about, usually this. we talk about like, do you want kids? Where do you want to live in the city or the burbs? Blah, blah, blah. Like that kind of stuff. Which yeah. Is stuff we should talk. I about. was like thinking about this scenario when I was like, I don't know, 10, 12, Whoa. like, 
I mean, and I know that's that's, dark. that's just morbid, but eh. it's, the but world it's, is a twisted place. But I, it, it is. But it made me to sad, be, though. I was just thinking about it, like yeah, it's, as a kid, like a kid, would. yeah, like oh, these are something you want to keep in mind because I, because it it, it it sounds to me like the how little people think about big dis, big decisions before they make it. Wait, that's so, interesting. Right, so like society, like oh, a wedding is the best day of your life and stuff. It's like no, well, why aren't it you shouldn't thinking be. about it more than like it's like. That's what bothers me about it. Why right. aren't you fucking thinking about well, it? Well, because more? we're 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 grasping for the low hanging fruit. We're grasping for like the wedding, the actual wedding, and like how we felt and how and, and then you don't realize like, oh, this is a lifelong commitment to this person, and I don't know what would happen if I lost the ability to walk ever again. Like, right? Like if I if I ever get married to someone, know that you I should like, sit down and talk. To I them am so like fucking that. serious about this person. Yeah. That like, you, like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what was the last thing you were going to add? Well, I think that people should, I I think we should do, let's like food for thought, people who are watching and listening, like maybe talk, I kind of, kind of makes me want to talk to my partner about this. Like to go over that kind of stuff. People really don't talk about it. Mm. Oh yeah, I, I love presenting. Because it's so much easier. But but ruin the day topics. No, but it's like, <laughs> let's no, get in a fight. The thing is now, well, you might get into a fight, that's for sure. Uh-huh. But if you can come to like a place of agreement on that, then you really can venture into the rest of your lives together. Confident. Kind of feeling safe because yep. it's yep, like, yep, yep, yep. yo, if something crazy happens, that's going to fucking suck. But we already know what we're going to do about it. Yeah, people don't talk about this because there's so many variables and it's and it makes it and so much harder harder to find a partner because if you bring in all these hard polarizing topics, so people instead just don't bring them up until they come up organically and then they, you know, tear apart your marriage. Do they have to be polarizing though? I mean, I think they are just because they're heavy. They don't have right. to be polarizing in a in, in a specific couple, but in society they Whoa. are polarizing. 100% polarizing so it's a gamble to present it because, you know, ignorance is bliss so if I you know. walk on never know walk through life never knowing how your partner feels about this you're kind of just taking this gamble that it'll never happen so you'll never have to talk about it yeah but if and it that does, never works that never works and you might as well just dig in there just get into the pain and dig into it you yeah. know just because that's stuff that happens like we all know people that have th- that's happened to mike body stops working what what do you do <laughs> She's really hot. Too. She's really <laughs> she's hot. She's fucking a ten. You could honk. She's what? got double D's. You could honk her titties still. Mm, could you? That's she was not mentally the same. incapacitated. Oh man. I don't Body know if you can honk working. a titty. Well, if you are married, I could say you could honk a titty. But then you want her to be. How young for is it. she? How young am I? How young are you? You're we? your age. Yeah, like you're right now? It's yeah. now. You're mid thirties. She's twenty-five. <sighs> so hot. She's a fucking, she's a CEO of a company, a startup that she made and the product is making the lives of women better. And she's got money and she's got ambition and she's fun and she loves Randy Newman, big old titties, hot ass and, and a bes- gorgeous face. Besides the, she par- gets into a car the per- and besides the paralysis, doctors looked at her stats. She's going to live for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Great cholesterol. Guys, come to my parties. This is one of my favorite parties. Blood games. sugar levels. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> Um, be honest. This is this is the adult vi- uh, version of spin the v- bottle. Yeah, <laughs> just like if you're, you're a truth like, or dare. What you know? do you do? I I mean I don't know. I am I fuck how, you're in love. Feed with I'm in love. <laughs> if I if I'm in love, you're in love. I think I probably stick it out. I guess until you yeah. 
I don't see. I mean, if, do I, you I, ask for? Do you ask her at one point if you could stick it in something else? Probably, yeah. But I think okay. I well, stick what if it she's out. In mentally incapacitated? She can't answer the question. Well, now we're adding all these. Well, added. why not? Well, it's I, a, thought, I thought it's, we were it's, splitting it's imagination. It up one to one. Nah. One was mentally incapacitated. You want to go on a let's long give, weekend? Let's give, the, let's give you the most intense scenario. Yeah, you, even if you want to leave for a long weekend, you got to pay gotta for twenty four seven nurse or wheeler with you. You got to get one of those vans. <laughs> you to wheel her with you. Um, I mean, I think if she's but mentally like incapacitated, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't. This is a real world It problem. could happen. Could happen. I think. Probably up in the chances by having this, nah. this cash conversation. Yeah, this is legally well, binding. This is legally binding. This is a manifesting. This is just, you know, uh, preparing. No, I, think I, for, love, I love preparing for, for the worst. And, and yeah, and, and, and encouraging <clears throat> our listeners to do the same. And I'm sure it's happened to people and they like, and out of it has come some like self-actualization that they like never even realized they were capable of. And if that's happening. If you're listening to this and you have experienced something like that, write us. I'd be really curious. Oh, sorry about last night's show at gmail.com. Or if it was a huge burden and you just needed to yes, tell yes, someone yes. that it ruined your life and you're not thankful that it happened and you learned nothing, also write us. That is a very important perspective, very too. Very interested in yeah, that. Because it's like, you know, in the 19... Like, now we're finally as a society talking about like some motherhood isn't all the best all the time. Sometimes it fucking sucks and you're tired and you don't want to fucking look at your kid. That's really healthy to talk about. Well, that's why I love Christina Applegate because, okay, she's already like, she had cancer and then fought that. And then what does she have? MS or like something? Yeah. So she has that now. And she's just like going around basically she's being like, like this, shit this sucks. sucks. I hate this. And I'm mad about it. And I was like, you know yes, what? Be we need, honest. We need more of that. Yeah. We need more of that. We do. That I'm mad about it and I'm learning nothing from this experience. Yeah. I want to hear oh, more yeah. about that. That's human, yeah. man. So, so Michael, Michael, your hot, big titty wife. Oh, we were looking for an answer. So this. successful and yeah, adventurous yeah. and kind and creative. Yeah. Gets uh, mentally incapacitated, physically incapacitated. And uh, what say you? We upped the ante. I, I mean, I, I think I'd stick it out. I think in a situation where if she was just physically incapacitated, there would be a point where I think I would ask to sort of open the relationship up, relationship up, the relationship but, that was so Freudian. He's <laughs> <laughs> cleaning too many diapers. But I, I don't think. I mean, I think if I was really in love with somebody and really in to somebody, I, I don't think I would. I don't. Think yeah, I'd you cut can't just run. like you can't. Yeah, you can't just like abandon that. I, like I said, the whole situation it, 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 that, tur- it turns the love that you have for that person into something a different kind of love. Right. Yeah, that whole situation that I that that happened last year with the the woman with the guy with the golf ball. I mean, like I thought, again, I thought it was very admirable that she, it wasn't a turnoff to me that she was like no, taking care of her ex. It no, was like, it, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. I can't I imagine love, yeah, being, it being a turnoff is cr- so crazy. But that, to yeah. come full circle. It's like those comments were basically, those are men that I just don't think have any real, like there's, there's not a lot of, um, no empathy happening there. But I could right. also see, I guess, and they're on. just battling yeah. stuff within themselves. Yeah. I, could, I, I guess I could see definitely like not wanting to enter a relationship where the partner already has this large commitment. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But to be like, yeah, but to be like on the ex-husband's side, who's like, you know, who's has a traumatic brain injury, but still doesn't want to watch quote, watch his wife, fuck which they, a new they guy. fucking front right. of him. My God. He's yeah. in a nursing home. The right. whole thing was so weird. Yeah. All right. Well, that's very interesting. But then, you know, now I don't know what I'm thinking about. Now I'm thinking everything, but like, yeah, love. Right. When I say I love you, what does that mean? Mm. What does that fucking mean? What's it all about, I, I, man? But I like, I, I talked to a lot of fans after all the shows in Toronto, which I'm so happy I did. And, and a lot of them said, I love you. Like, oh my God, I love you so much. And I said back, I love you too. And I fucking meant it. But like mm-hmm. that, what I meant was like, 
I do. But then I'm like, if, if you ask me like, what is love in that context? I don't know. Because it's interesting. But I do because- know that I feel it and I mean it. I don't, mm. I'm not saying it out of anxiety. I'm not saying because I feel bad that they want me to say that. N- none of that shit. It's right. very calm, grounded. Like, I love you too, man. Thanks for coming. And right. where you like to me, my, my, I guess my love, the way I feel it is a little more vulnerable. And so like when people, but I, but I'm very open about this. Like, so when people who listen say, I love you, I go, I feel strongly about you. Right. Cause I right. don't, I don't feel love in the way that I know it. I feel for so few people. Like, right. Do I have a general, like respect and care for humanity? Yes. But like, do I love all every human on earth? No. Well, let me ask you then, Corinne, what is love? to you you love asking this i still don't have the answer i don't have the answer Um, either i mean i don't yeah no i think it's so many different types of love it's more like a a feeling for me it's like very hard to verbalize like i just like i like i know it but i guess it's like um i guess in a very simple day-to-day terms it's just like if you asked me a favor i wouldn't go okay yeah right (laughs) that's your inner circle oh jesus christ i guess so (laughs) right or yeah, love is, hey, I got to move next weekend. Can you help? Yes, I can. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, hold on. Hold the phone now. Uh, I'm, I'm Moving's a big commitment. It yeah, is, but, but, I, but I, I love doing that. I love helping friends. I move. don't love it. And I still do it for certain people, which is why, you know, I really love them. Right, right, right. Um, right. I'm not even good at it either. I mean, I, I can carry heavy stuff, but I'm not like super like But like when you say you love a gordita crunch wrap mm. and you love yeah. Tommy. Right. Those are two different kinds of loves. They are. Yes. Yes. But there's similarities between those loves. Sure. But they're two different kinds. But then I'm like, okay, I think I'm just thinking too hard. But like, what is love? <laughs> I still don't know. My, my but I know it when I feel it. And it's th- often. My therapist always says that the, the baseline for it is if you want more of it, then it's good. And if you want less of it, then it's bad. No. Not for so like Adderall or cigarettes or weed or no, cocaine that, or beer. Like the cheesy gordita crunch and Tommy, they sort of have the same effect where it's like, obviously you want you but when you want think more of, of this, there's a lot of toxic of things I want more of though, but even like in yeah. human behavior, well, when you Fire think of a, when you, <laughs> when you think of a chicken gordita crunch and you no, think no of chicken, Christina, okay. We think cheesy of a gordita, gordita crunch, crunch. <laughs> cheesy gordita crunch. No, and you me, think I of, can't love it if an animal dies. Right, right, right. For sure. For sure. You think of a cheesy gordita crunch. Yeah. And then you think of Tommy, you have a feeling in you that you're like, oh, that's Both what make my is. day better. Yeah. Yeah. Love makes your day better. What doesn't make my day better is a is fucking that- person moving furniture above Stop us. That one, that one didn't come. That was fine. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> Growing pains, guys. New space. Well, it's so funny because I think, like, uh, what does love mean to you? I, like, or define love. I've heard so many celebrities and so many people in interviews talk about this, and nothing, there's very, nothing really re- has resonated You know with what me. love is? Warmth. It's an emotional warmth. Yeah, because what a, other thing? for me, it's a cal- I think I, a calmness is more than yes, a warmth. For sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. Can you exist like it's an it's a quiet existence in a space with that thing or person where you just like and you just feel like at ease. Like that's definitely how I feel with Alfred. Yes, for sure. And I, I think back to like, OK, the untethered. These are my go to fucking books. Mm. The Untethered Soul, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Singer, The Four Agreements, Don mm-hmm. Miguel Ruiz. I've mm-hmm. read all of Don Miguel Ruiz's shit. That guy is great. I just send them to other people who I assessed needed them. Yes. And I mean, everybody does. But he talks about <laughs> love all the time and he talks about right, how right. children just love you put a cookie in their hand, they love it. You give yeah. them a truck, they love it. You yeah. can, and they're not overly attached to it. Like love, 
right. love is balance too. It's right. not obsession. It's not clinging. That's it's not sure. pushing away. That's but for that's sure. the calmness that you feel, I think, is that there's no energetic forces of pushing and pulling. Mm-hmm. That's love. That's part of it. Yeah, because it's so rare. Because like, I mean, like that. I did. I definitely felt that with uh, James. We're just like an ex- an, an existence. Like also like that yin yang feeling where it's oh, just yeah. like you complement each other, but it's like not like you had to have a discussion about who was doing what. You're just both bringing the exact perfect opposite needs to the relationship, and they're yeah. very complementary towards one another. And, and I, the things that you need to have, share, you do share, right? Right. And I wonder now. I'm wondering if. Because romantic love can hurt in a way that nothing else can hurt. Like, it's really wild how much you can, like, grow to hate the person that you loved so much. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if that's coming from a place of, like, okay, I love, like, I love the side table. This, the, I yeah. love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. And, you know, and I love, like, but then, like, when you're, when you love a person and you're romantic and you have sex with that person, mm-hmm. you are connecting. Like, it's like your love is going through these crazy layers. I mean, is the guy playing thunder on a Sonos? Yeah, that that one felt like a full a full thunderstorm. Cool. I'm gonna go knock on his door after this. Um, we're gonna we have, I don't we have a, love that. We have a conversation about what love is, and then we go that get in a fucking, fucking fist fight with the neighbor upstairs. I don't love you. <laughs> uh, so bitch. funny. But like, so when you love a person and you you fall in love, and then you have sex with that person, and it's like you're so physically intimate together, and then you like go on road trips, and then you celebrate Christmas together, and then they throw you a birthday party. And they, like that love is so deep. Like the romantic love is really, especially when you've been together for a minute, that is a lot. And so when that person betrays you, mm. that is so hard to, to wrap your head around. Like all that love that I felt that was so beautiful and blissful is, was just ripped away from mm. me. That's why I think the hate goes so quickly because mm. I'm somebody who like, if, if like when I, like with, with Steven, I, I really loved that guy. So I really loved him so much. Yeah. And when we broke up, I still really loved him. And then when mm-hmm. he, there are things that he did that I'm like, Ugh. I went to hate because all of that deep, like I could play a montage in my head right now of some of the most beautiful moments of my life that I've had with him, like really beautiful. But because those things that he did to me hurt, I'm like, fuck you. Cause I like the walls go up right away. And I have like mm. fucking machetes and sh- machine guns outside of the walls I just built. And that's what that hate is. See, that's interesting. Cause I never hated James, but I did uh, truly from the bottom of my heart, wish that he would die because it was so, <clears throat> it was, there was, it was such a, and I, and, and I'm like, please, I'm not going to ever, that's like, I was like trying to do it myself. Clip but like, it. No. Yeah. But I, but I think like, in that way, I understood why people kill their spouses. And again, please, I'm just like a fucking conversation. But I yeah. un- I understood because I un- I finally understood how a pain can hurt so bad knowing right. that someone exists on the planet, but that you will never relate to them in the way that you once you, did. You, oh, like very recently just, did. So just like knowing that, yeah. And so just like, yeah. So it was, that was, it was so painful that I would be like, it would just be easier if like his energy didn't exist anymore. Right, 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 right. And I got it. Yeah, and it, but it wasn't like this hateful, I want to murder him, like rageful no. thing. There was no rage involved no. in that. I, I, see, I, I see didn't want to be involved in the in the actual. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it was it. more like I just, yeah, just almost just wish like that he would evaporate. Right, I totally. Guess is, I guess is a better way to say it. Yeah, just but go in, to another dimension. But in human realm terms, it, yes. it is wishing someone dead. Right, Te- technically. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, Which yeah, again, yeah. just to surprise me because I had, as I, you know, talked about on in stand up like 
I had truly never wished someone dead before. And I was so, I was like, I was disappointed in myself for wishing someone dead. And then when I presented it to my therapist, she yeah, was but the like, way that you just explained it is different. She was so surprised that I had never wished anyone dead. <laughs> But usually when people wish somebody dead, it's you out know? of like malice and anger and rage. But what we're, you're but talking I think about, it, but I think under that malice and rage is the, their own pain that they're just not, um, they're oh, not yeah, probably. smart. Like, I don't want to say smart enough. They're not like self. They're too, well, they're too blinded by the rage to see the pain. Underneath. Yeah. But that's all that is because like anger isn't that's really true. like a primary. It's like a, anger is like a secondary feeling that's true. masking another, another primary feeling, true. you know? Yeah. That's mad true. That's why I think because I'm so, I'm so obsessed with the truth. That's why I don't really feel anger very often because it's not a primary feeling so mm. that's why i'm always feeling sad instead right because it's like other when other people's other things that people do that would make other people mad they just make me sad yeah i see because i'm i'm just because i'm just skipping that secondary feeling and right I'm, and you're living, getting right to the root of it and living in the primary feeling yeah 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 that's all that is it's not we're, we're feeling the same things that's wise that's know? wise well guys wow what other what, other what pod- a good podcast what episode, other huh? what other podcast gets you that fucking deep i mean just us wow Are we're we the only scientists? ones on the internet <laughs> scientists of the heart <sighs> yeah love that yeah love, love that. that for us love that for us love um, that. Guys, and, now, and now we know that if anyone's interested in dating mike you can you can fucking full body paralysis <laughs> as long as those titties is big and, and that face is good <laughs> keep those titties perky <laughs> Give him rip permission. Should anything happen, you can still honk. Honk, honk. That's true. I will need the honk, that honk in writing. <laughs> would you want to honk somebody's titties who is incapacitated physically and mentally? No. I don't think you probably would. No, but, I don't think know. that's the most appealing no. No, no, situation. That's, that's good. That's a healthy answer. It. That's a healthy answer. It's a healthy answer. I know. Um, I'm just envisioning all the people who listen to Guys Be Fucked going out on a, and asking on a first date so, if I experience okay. full body if paralysis. If I get fully paralyzed. And emotionally incapacitated. And maybe I develop like a mental disorder, mental illness. Um, let's say you, you know what Woo! I mean? These are the kind of conversations we have on dates in 2023. This is how you really, really get stressed to out. know someone. Yeah, it's true. And then if you've always wanted to ask your partner about these questions, but are nervous, just play this episode. In, in the car on a long yeah! trip. Lock Trap the doors. Em. Trap them. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. You're Damn. welcome. This Damn. Has been, this has been another great episode. And if you have any thoughts. <laughs> we decided. <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry about last night show at gmail.com. I'm very curious to see. Yeah. If you've had you experience think. with be, becoming a, a caretaker as uh, and mostly like at a, out of nowhere, at a young age where you're not expecting that kind of thing. I or even I, at an old age, because that's, that's yeah. like, so, like we're in More the points in our though. lives where like it's, we're, we, we are, we're, we missed the point where we would experience at a young age. So <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, uh, no, I'm like, like at 70, you expect it to happen. Yeah. 70 right. or 80 or something. But yeah. I'm talking about like, yeah, 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 I'm 37. I still don't expect right, my right, partner right. to become incapacitated out of nowhere. Yeah. If something happened yeah. before like 55, 60. That's a shock. Even that's pretty young. Yeah. Before 70. Yeah. 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 Email us. Thank you so much, guys. This has been another episode of Guys We Fuck, the anti-slut training podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Kozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. <laughs> Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares? worth? Just strip me down. Give me back to this earth. Cause ashes are ashes and dirt is dirt. 
I'll be a memory, so how can it hurt? To break down and build up and bear some fruit Or wrap me up in a mushroom suit In her baby blue dress She's looking so peaceful But her family's a mess They came from all over But who knows what for Cause the person they loved Isn't here anymore Cause ashes are ashes And dirt is dirt I'll be a memory So how can it hurt To break down and build up And bear some fruit All wrap me up In a mushroom suit Yeah, wrap me in a mushroom suit This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.